soldiers. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You want to fight? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, welcome to the Sucker Punch Podcast with Sam and Nate. Nate is back, and we are here to break down. Exactly. We are here to break down UFC 229. I did a quick episode on it. I I was real close, man. I ended up being, what, it's uh, three and two on my calls for the fight. So if we're we're not going to recap every single um, bout on the card, but if we go back and look at it, what was the first I called Michelle Waterson? What who did you have, Nate? I had uh I had Waterson for that, I think. Alright, so we both got that one right. And then for the next one I had um the Devastator. I forget his first name, Reyes. Yeah. Alright, I had I had him. And honestly Dominic, right? Yeah, I, I think it's Dominic Reyes. And the only reason I called him, not to go into great detail, is because he was undefeated. Um, he was undefeated. Uh, Ovince is like 22 and 11. But I do like Ovince. I thought he was, I said, I didn't think he was going to get finished because of his movement. And for the most part, yeah, man, I think the Devastator, I mean, Reyes did a beautiful thing. Right, Ovin's like yeah, man. Kinda, he looked real crisp. Yeah, he Ovin's like missed. Uh, I think that's what happens with Ovin's. He starts getting tired. He starts getting sloppy, and he like overshot with a punch, and Reyes just turned a corner and cracked him, and it was over. Yeah. So and Ovin's is one of those guys that you kind of let his his features and like his stature like kind of guide like how how it looks like he should fight. Like he's what I mean is like he looks real athletic. He's tall and rangy, but he's just never had. He's, he always seems like he's a step behind. You know? Yeah, and I, I don't think even for any good reason. I, sometimes I attribute that to like what what's happening in your your personal life, because yeah, he came in on short notice. Right, we're gonna break it down anyway. He came in on short notice with uh, <laughs> with John Jones and broke his arm, and John Jones couldn't finish him. But his, right. you know, so to me, I'm like, that's a great fighter. But your record doesn't say that. Now you're 22 and 12. So your record says you're inconsistent. It's kind of like um, Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall moves amazing. He does amazing. He beat Musasi. But I don't think he could ever yeah. do that twice. I really don't. I don't think so either. 
And I don't think we talked about especially the way that the way that Musashi looked in his last fight. Oh man, not to jump cards or anything. Yeah, but he, no, but he looked he looked great. like a monster. He looked uh, one of the. I think that was a bigger mistake than losing uh, um, Ben Henderson and Rory McDonald was losing Gegard Musashi for the UFC. Yeah. That I think Gegard Musashi is one of the most underrated. Was that middleweight? Well, he's at one. He's at one eighty-five, but he also fought at two two hundred five. Anyway, yeah. so um, I did call call for Dominic uh, Reyes to win, and I and I, again it was based on his record um, and his nickname. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, you better be devastating if you're called the Devastator. I mean, that's like crazy. You can't be called the Devastator and go out there and get decision wins. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and he, I thought he looked great. I mean, that, that division has a new contender, man. Yeah. And then I did skip. It was Waterson, and then it was the Lewis-Volkov fight. And I called yeah. Lewis. But as that fight started, I was like, God, Lewis looked like shit. He looked like garbage in there. And yeah. he, I think, honestly, I, I think he fights way better than he did last night. Even though, man, talk about. You know, a buzzer beater, man. Like, doesn't he? The thing about that, man, is that the the heavyweight division, you know, just because of boxing and its history, yeah, has always had that mystique of like people want to see those big guys just knock each other out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And both of those guys, after they couldn't do it, you know, the first few rounds, they, you know, they're heavyweights, man. They start, they move slower, so it looks. They always look tired, is what I'm saying. Even if they're not tired, yeah, yeah. You know, just you know, it's it's the physics of it. But but I, I will, you know, you're. I think you're 100 percent right. I can't disagree with that. But to Volkov's credit, I don't even think he looked that tired in that fight. I think he looked good throughout the whole fight, and and he was even very patient. Maybe too patient, you know. Yeah. Um. Maybe he needed to put a little more pressure on him. Uh. And and really, if if your opponent is that tired, maybe you should put a little more pressure on him and gas him out because the knockout's going to come. And it would have been great if he could have finished uh, Derek Lewis. But you yeah. you try to – you I know. Called, Go ahead. I, I called Volkov in that fight. I think after Michelle Watterson after that, I think all of my predictions just flew out the window. I, I don't think I got a single fight right except for maybe that one last yeah. night. Yeah, so I called Lewis to win, even though I thought my call, you know, was falling apart towards the end there. And then all of a sudden, out of out of the blue, man, homeboy wins yeah. it, which brings us to um, Anthony Pettis and Ferguson. And I thought Anthony Pettis. I called Anthony Pettis for this fight, and and I I text somebody. I don't know if I said it on on the podcast the last time, but I said by way of kicking the shit out of Ferguson's knee. And he did, yeah. but only twice. And in the post-fight thing, he said, yeah, I tested that knee and it, it held up. And I was like, I, I don't know if you really tested it. You should have cracked the hell out of it, like just beaten the – I, I would have pummeled. And, I, you know, maybe Ferguson was doing a good job of protecting it. And, and Ferguson's pressure is, you know, stellar. It is a great, he does a great yeah. job. And um, But I think Anthony Pettis really didn't look himself in that fight. But I don't know when he has looked himself since, you know, I mean, 
since his first, you know, right. I guess, did he lose to Rafael Dos Anjos first? And then there was like two more losses after that. I think it was um, uh, Dustin Poirier and uh, Eddie Alvarez. And then he, I think he beat, um, what's his name, Chiesa or somebody like that. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't, Chiesa. Yeah, Chiesa. I don't, I don't think he's ever really looked the same and, and he didn't last night. Do you know when he broke his hand? I'm not sure which which round or anything it was. Yeah. I just I was kind of disappointed. No, I would, it, I think he broke it in the second, yeah. and then he couldn't answer the third, right? Yeah, which I didn't and, know that was ha- like I was I was very surprised to see that he just didn't answer the bell. I mean, you know, your hands yeah. broken, your hands broken. I, I, you know, to to expect him to do that is is stupid. You know, I mean, you could be doing yeah. like irreparable damage to your 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 hand and and then you'll never fight the same again so might as well get out of there and he almost i mean he stunned tony ferguson and again to his to ferguson's credit does an amazing scramble but he was um i I thought he was winning that round and then uh he just started getting like tony ferguson cut his head open by accident i don't think that was like a well-placed elbow it was like oh i just got hit and then his elbow clashed you know what i mean yeah, and I I could play well, that. I mean, I thought I thought uh, Pettis's Pettis's mistake was he knocked Ferguson down. Yeah, and he decided to grapple with him, and that's I mean, you, you know, it's easy to say that from the outside, but it's like, yeah. man, make the ref get him up. You well, know? yeah, he was he was wobbly. Yeah, and and also though, I think it's because Pettis is also I think he's good on the ground. I think he could contend with him on the ground, especially in a dominant position. But the other thing is, Pettis was going backwards way too much, man. Way yeah. too much in that fight. Like, you know, you did a gr- he does a great job moving back, but you can't do it that much. I was almost like a hundred percent backpedaling, thinking you're gonna just land that one fight. That's that's uh, I don't know, not the best strategy. Um, not to mention that I mean, if you looked at Tony Ferguson, I mean, they said he stopped drinking. It probably you know, went to him looking probably leaner than he's ever looked. But even after, you know, he was walking up, I was like, man, he he almost doesn't look healthy. Yeah. But when he walked in there, man, like his frame and everything, like he's he's quite a bit bigger than Pettis, man. Like his shoulder size, like everything. And, you know, it to me it looked like two different weight classes in there. Yeah. You know? Pettis looked good. I mean, like his... You know his body and everything looks healthy. Yeah, but he, know, so, he didn't. He I mean, wasn't um, like super cut. He looked a little soft. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't think he ever. He'll never come in out of shape. But I mean, is is there something going on with the camp? Like, is he once he became the superstar? Did Duke Rufus back up and let him just kind of take over the camp? Is what I want to know. It seems almost like it. Yeah. But you never know, you know. But and Rufus asked him like three times, like he's like, "Can you fight with that? Because I can't. If you say no, then I can't let you fight with that broken with your hand like that." Yeah. So yeah. He asked him like three times. He gave him three chances, and Pettis said no, man. And then I know it was just me and my drunken wisdom watching the fights last night, but it pissed me off, man. Because you think about fighters like Uriah Faber that break both hands and then go out there and do. A pretty damn good job 
throwing elbows and staying in the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like you said, the smarter thing is, look, you know, I broke my hand. I'm going to live to fight another day. No point in, like, doing further damage because it is instinct. He, he would have thrown it still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I was pissed last night, but, you know, today I've taken a step back and, like, ah, you know. <laughs> Maybe he should have just. Yeah, no, I hear you. Well, I don't even know what else to say about that. I was really disappointed. So I, I went 3-0 and um, for the first three fights, and then I got Anthony Pettis wrong. Um, you know, he broke his hand. Uh, I, I don't know how the fight would have continued to go after that second round. Um, um, you know, so maybe I would have gotten it wrong entirely had he not injured his hand anyway. Which brings us to... The main event, man, and uh, I'm happy to say that I got that wrong. I thought I really believed in Khabib's ability. I really believe in Khabib's ability to do exactly what he did. But you can oh, never yeah. bet against Conor McGregor. It's ho- it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. So I called Conor to win. Uh, before, I, I want to like uh, preface this whole breakdown of the main event with... Dominic Cruz has lost his fucking mind, and we'll get to that. But <laughs> Dominic Cruz lost his fucking mind. Okay, so um, another thing is when the fight started, right? I So I called McGregor to win, even though I knew the fight could go exactly as it went. You just yeah. can't count him out. But when they walked into the cage, and then you see Conor McGregor, there was something about Connor's energy in the cage. And even when they, you know how they bring you together to face off for the last time before the fight starts. If I'm right. not mistaken, he didn't even look at Khabib. Yeah. And I, I was with uh, my wife and we were at a uh, little Woodrow's in Austin. And I, I went, I leaned over to her and I was like, yo, I think McGregor's going to lose it. Like his energy at the very beginning of that fight, um, and the way, like, he, you know, he didn't look at him. He wasn't, like, just, like, you know, what what do they say, chomping at the bit, like, to, right. to hear that bell. Like, he didn't look like that. And he wasn't, like, really cut. You know, he didn't look solid. Yeah. I mean, of course he looked, he was in great and shape. When, it, when it comes down to it, I mean, Khabib stopped a lot of what Connor is able to do. But yeah. in the moments that Connor was able to get shots off, he did not look um, like himself. Yeah. And that, you know is, I mean? that is not to take anything away from Khabib because... No, not at all. Yeah, because I also think... And, and here's what I, I saw. And I want to hear your thoughts on it a little bit. But I think, like, in um, the the episode that I did before... Um, I was, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it, but I was, I was talking about how I looked at some of Khabib's old fights and he fought, um, an early, you know, early in the UFC, he fought, um, damn it, a Glacian Tebow and he won a decision yeah. against him. And if you watch that fight, I don't think he won that fight. I think he lost that fight, but he, he got yeah. gifted a decision. And then you see him against, like, I think it was Abel Trujillo and, and, um, he won against him. Um, and I think it might have been fair square, but he didn't look that great. I saw him against, I forget who the other guy he fought um, that I watched, but I was like, man, his 
striking and everything just looks horrible, dude. I mean, like, I would yeah. compare it to Matt Hamill. And I'm not trying to talk shit about Matt Hamill. I'm just saying Matt Hamill does not have good striking. Is he a work right. like is he a great wrestler? Hell yeah. Do you want Matt Hamill grabbing you and taking you to the ground? No. But I'm not afraid of him in there. I'm gonna piece him up, right? But yeah. I, I also went on to say every fight now, as I started watching his other fights, he just looked better and better and better. Against um Michael Johnson. He looked better. But he got clipped by Michael Johnson, but he didn't get knocked out. So it's one of those things like yeah. uh, Mayweather. Oh, yeah, he has trouble against Southpaws. Yeah, but he never lost. So how much trouble is he really? Oh, well, Khabib gets hit. Yeah, but no one's knocking him out. So everybody gets hit yeah. in a fight. Everybody gets hit. Yeah. Nobody's until Mayweather gets hit, you know. And um, But I saw him getting better and better. And then when he fought Edson Barbosa, he was a monster in there. I mean, he didn't let Edson yeah. do shit. Well, last night, his, his punches were not... They weren't roundhouse punches like we've seen him throw in the past. <laughs> Yo. He was throwing some pretty flush uh, combos. You know, ones and twos. Like, he, uh, you know, Khabib's... His legacy is going to be his wrestling. Yeah. You know, he's got a long way to go to be a, a great striker. He showed some good striking last night. The most significant strike of the night was in the second round by Khabib when he put Connor on his ass. Hell yeah, you know? man. I mean, how fucking and crazy was that? Yeah. Connor recovered real fast, you know. Oh, beautifully. But, yeah. And, you know, but just to kind of finish what I was saying earlier, like, Connor looked, I wouldn't, I, I almost want to say flat-footed, but his, his timing wasn't there, his reaction wasn't there Re reaction timing wasn't there and but having said that even if connor came in the connor that fought jose aldo stepped into that ring it did it, w it still wouldn't have mattered khabib yeah. was just that good right and and this is what i was getting at is when i watched his fight his old fights and i was like man you know I could see so many flaws and I saw so many problems. But what I did notice is with his flaws and his problems, if you really go back, he fights every single fighter a little different, even though it seems like, no, he's fighting them the same. He's not. He's really not fighting them the same. Um, with Michael Johnson, yeah. I, you, you can't really say he was chasing down Michael Johnson. With Edson Barbosa, I mean, he was like... Um, just, I mean, running after Edson, which will seem like really dangerous, but it's not because Edson Barbosa is a great kicker, not a great puncher. So he had no fear of Edson punching him in the face. He just was like, listen, if I stay in Edson's range and let him get rhythm with these kicks, it's going to be curtains for me. So he kept marching towards Edson, didn't give him no freaking um, space, never let him got, uh, let, never let him set his uh, stance up, never let him have any rhythm, and absolutely just dominated and mauled him for, I think that was three-round fight. So he yeah. fought them different. And then you see him fight against a guy who he had, like, zero notice with um, Ally Akita. And did he fight him that way? No, not really. He hung back a little bit. Well, why? Well, because Al's going to be a little bit good 
a little bit better of a striker. Al's also got some decent wrestling. Al did really well in that fight, and I, I would love to see that fight again with a with a full camp uh, preparing for each other. But here's the point, and I'll stop talking about all that shit, is what I think is when I saw this fight and then I watched it a couple more times, I actually think that Khabib's actually way better than I ever thought he was, and I think he was doing a lot of things that I think people really aren't even understanding when they saw it last night. And so in 16 seconds, he takes Connor down. He didn't let Connor get rhythm at all in this fight. Zero. There was yeah. no time. When he does, right? And then people will say, well, when he did was in the third round. Yeah. But I even said before, I was like, oh, I told a friend of mine, I said, look, I think Connor knocks him out in the first, maybe the second, depending how the first round goes. So if in the first round he's like on his ass the whole time, I don't think yeah. he gets the second round knockout because he's more tired than he's ever been in any other fight in the second round. And what happens in right. the second? He gets hit with a right hand and falls on his ass, and then um, Khabib's on top of him again. Uh, on top of him again. Now in the third. Khabib could actually take pressure off of him and box with him because Connor's legs are tired, his back is tired, his arms are tired from having to defend himself for two rounds straight in a grappling match, that those punches are nowhere near as fast, as accurate. They don't have the timing, and they just don't have the power behind them anymore. And I think he took round yeah. three off of it. That's what I think. Yeah, I think, so. I think you're absolutely right. And then you know you could you could give that round to Connor, but still at the last minute, Khabib held him against the fence for a minute. Yeah, and you know? and, and I and, thought that was even interesting because they were going, oh, uh, now Connor's giving him a good um, defense against those takedowns. I was like, nah, I just don't think he's trying to take you down right now. I think he's just yeah. taking a break. He's not going to allow you to punch him, but he's just going to hold you up against the fence. And I think that was his part of his strategy. I really yeah, do. I do too. Uh, so I, I mean, and that th that second round though was was bad, uh, brutal for Khabib because I mean, if you look at it that way, but he he did spend a lot of energy smashing Connor's face. Yeah, like he did some beautiful ground and pound. Yeah, in that in that round, and uh, so he probably was. He might have been a little bit tired going into the third. But I think you're exactly right. He he knew he would had smashed him for two rounds, and he could take this one off a little bit, and then he sure as fuck made up for it in the fourth. He fucking did, and which brings me back to my um, why Dominic Cruz is either senile, paid off to make Connor sound like a a really great fighter, or or just plain fucking stupid these days. Yeah, I said it, Dominic. I said it. <laughs> no. So this is why, man. In the at the end of the first round, and at, so I watched it at Woodrow, so I had I didn't hear any of the commentary. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. So I'm basically just watching it and judging it for myself. And so then this uh today I watched it, you know, on Sunday I watched it and I'm like uh listening to the commentary. And at the end of the first round, Dominus Dominic Cruz fucking said he used the word literally. He said, he said, and I'm not just angry because he used that word, <laughs> but he says, uh, he says, Conor McGregor literally didn't use any energy, so he should be fresh 
for second for the second round. And I was like, the fuck did you just say? You're telling me while Khabib is on top of him and got his legs tied up and everything, Conor McGregor didn't use any energy? Literally? Literally. Literally didn't use any energy. Have you and I the thing is is that Dominic Cruz is a great fighter and a great wrestler. You use a lot of energy, especially if Khabib Namagamadoff is on top of you trying to gain dominant position. You know how much energy it takes? Isometric energy. Yeah. You're you're constantly contracting your muscles to not allow him to get full mount and start pummeling your brain into the mat. He used a tremendous amount of energy. It's insane for him I'm to sure say that. that. I'm sure that Dominic Cruz knows far better than I. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Right? But here's the thing: is like when Khabib sucks those legs up, and he has your legs in between his, and he's on top of you, and your legs are crossed, right? Yeah. And you're trying to figure out a way to base up, and the only thing you have is maybe one arm to do that. And core. Your and core. Your mind is also being depleted at the same time because you're trying to find that way out. And he's taken away two of the most important things that you use to turn your hips yeah. and base out, right? So, And if, if even if, let's just say he literally used no physical energy, which he did, <laughs> the yeah. mental depletion, yeah. right? Like demoralizing. The mental depletion is what, People that have never trained a day in their life, yeah, they they have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you're you're demoralized. You feel like, man, there's nothing that I can do against this guy that is going to make a difference. And I've grappled wrestlers, and it is a totally yeah different world of suck. Yeah, and, and Khabib is elite. Yes, and I was going to say, you know, for the listeners, you know. By no means could I have done a better job in any sense of the the you know the words, but I, I've been I've I've done you know I, I train in jujitsu. Um, I'm a striking coach and a strength and conditioning coach, so I know how much energy it actually takes. And I haven't wrestled or did jujitsu with somebody on the level of Khabib. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I've I've re I've I've done jujitsu with you know black belts, purple belts, brown belts blue belts and white belts and and someone on top of you trying to get dominant position especially in that specific position is very exhausting so dominic cruz lost his mind there but then in the second round right at the end of the second round dominic cruz says another insane thing i was just like what the fuck is this dude doing man what the fuck are you doing he says so first, Joe Rogan goes, this is when Khabib is on top of Connor and just throwing bombs. And Connor's really just curling up. You know what I mean? Like you, you could, Herb Dean could have stopped the fight in the second round, right? There's no yeah. way he was gonna, but if this was like, you know, Ally Quinta, he would have stopped the fight more than likely. But regardless, so Connor's just sitting there holding his uh, hands up as a shield, his forearms as a, sh as a shield. And, First, Joe Rogan says, uh, Connor McGregor, Connor's getting smashed. And then John Annick says, how many punches can a man take? And then fucking Dominic Cruz says, and I swear he says this. He goes, he goes, he's trying to 
tire out Khabib. <laughs> he goes, yeah. he's he's defending most of those. Yeah, he's taking some punishment, but I think he's trying to t- tire out Khabib. And, and uh, Joe Rogan's like, oh, no, he's not. <laughs> like I'm yeah. like, what? You're telling me that, that this dude's doing rope-a-dope? On, off his back yeah. in the at the end of the second round, this is Conor McGregor's great plan. And even in the third, yeah. he was saying that. He was saying, I think this might be his plan. He was trying to um, save his energy and knock him out in the later rounds. I'm like, Dominic, what in the blue blazes are you doing, man? How much money did Conor, how many cases of uh, proper 12 did he say he was going to get? I, I don't know. That dude, you, know, you know what I think it was? Dominic Cruz. I, I listened to, I fucking lost your mind. Go ahead. I listened to a, uh, <laughs> an interview with Dominic earlier, and I think he's training for a fight. So if he's, if he's there to commentate, I'm sure his camp or some part of it is there helping him train too. Yeah. So maybe he was just... Uh, Maybe he was a little mentally depleted you know, <laughs> from training. Maybe, man, because I was like, Dominic, you're, you've lost your mind. And then... Uh, and what's funny, though, is he's usually... A, he's one of the better commentators. Yeah, you know? well, because he's super but knowledgeable. He, he did, like, at the very end when the when the idiotic chaos broke out. Yeah, that was crazy. He, he started a sentence, and then he stopped it, like, mid-sentence. John Anik said something, and then he finished. He like completed the sentence. So, who knows? Maybe he's just uh, you <laughs> a know, little, a dehydrated. Little. Maybe he training. did. Yeah, maybe he did a lot of sparring this week. That could easily be it. I hope because Dominic. I, I do like yeah, you. I've he did been say he did say some silly things last night. Those were crazy. Those were almost outrageous and appalling. I will use a crazy word like appalling to describe my. <laughs> disgust at those two comments conor mcgregor's doing you know, rope a dope in this at the yeah. end of the second round get the fuck out of here you lunatic <laughs> rope hey dope. maybe dominic saw something we didn't because yeah. like i said maybe what's his name did come out and he took off the third round a little bit you know but i think that's to, like because he wanted to can i just say like while we're dissing yeah. dominic cruz who the real winner was last night what was that the real winner was Michael Buffer's suit. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty suit impressive. was beautiful. Yeah, it man. looked like my grandmother had taken the drapes <laughs> off of the living room windows and was nice enough to make Michael Buffer an what, awesome shiny suit. Last what time. era was those uh, drapes yeah. designed? Yeah, I'd say like late Victorian. I don't I, know. Yeah, I think those were like from... Um, the movie Casino was one of those. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. That dude's got to stand out. He doesn't have many lines. That's true. The other That's thing true. was uh, Connor, he pulled on his shorts, gripped yeah. the fence, kneed him while he was on his back, which I wish they would make that legal. Um, yeah, I don't see why that's not. <clears throat> yeah, it should be legal, but it is illegal. And he also, what else did he do? He he was putting his gloves. fingers in Khabib's gloves. Yeah, in his gloves. So he had, did not have a, a good day, man. He did not have a good day. Well, I mean, we can easily say that after you go from being kind of rich to super rich, you take a two-year layoff, 
You come into the press conference for the Khabib fight Drunk. acting like you're high on coke, yeah. which I don't doubt that he was high on coke or something, right? I hate Because that's not I, proper 12. I know. We were, you know, some me and some other guys were talking about it, and they were like, somebody told me that Conor McGregor does coke, and I was like, really? And I was like, are you kidding me? I'd, I'd say that if someone told me Conor McGregor doesn't do coke. And they're like, Conor McGregor <laughs> doesn't do coke. I was like, really? He's wasting yeah. his life. What's wrong with this man? Yeah. You got all right. the types of money and time to do coke. It's okay for you. I can't do coke. I got, I got bills to pay. <laughs> but got, <laughs> it's crazy. all excuses aside, <laughs> all excuses aside, you know whether he pulled a Rocky three or not. Even if he would have come <laughs> back into this fight in one hundred percent McGregor fighting shape. The like peak McGregor, we'll call it. It wouldn't have changed the Nothing. outcome. I don't think so at, at all. all. Now I could be foolish because I I'm saying I, mean, I think his timing was a little off. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe you know you say well would he have managed the distance? But the thing is is I don't want to I don't want to say you know that's kind of taking credit away from. Khabib's, I think, amazing performance, and uh, performance, and I also think that Khabib is doing things. It's kind of like somebody said this when breaking down the Conor McGregor Khabib fight. They were like, "Look, if Conor McGregor can land punches on Mayweather, he can land punches on Khabib." And I, I almost like lost my shit when they said that because I'm like, "Listen, man, for all you." freaking rubes out there that are still talking about how well conor mcgregor did against mayweather mayweather let him have his moments like i know that sounds crazy i know it sounds crazy to believe that this 40 year old man went in there and allowed mcgregor to kind of have a couple of rounds but that's only because you don't understand boxing and Mayweather's amazing ability in there. Mayweather has yeah. never walked a man down. Tell me the last time Mayweather walked an opponent down. He doesn't do that. Yeah. And he walked McGregor down the whole time. So all those punches that he landed should have put Mayweather away. But he didn't have the power and the ability to put Mayweather away. And that's why Mayweather just walked him down and let him throw those punches. That's what I think... Yeah. Khabib was doing in that third round. He knew right. McGregor was already exhausted, and he knew that those punches weren't going to do much to him. And as soon as he felt like, oh, McGregor's starting to get his win back, he's feeling that rhythm, he put him on his ass. Yeah. I think that and 100%. I think what, what people talked an awful lot about was how much Khabib gets hit. Yeah. But Connor gets hit a lot, too. Yeah. He keeps those hands low. Yeah. And he's not, you know, he got touched by Poirier. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he gets touched. Nate Diaz and put all his hands was, all over him. Yeah. Oh, all sure. over him. Yeah. And I forgot, Khabib. You know, I forgot to even mention that. But. And Khabib, I mean, Khabib landed a hard right. Yeah. Put him on his ass. I mean, that's crazy. In the second round. So imagine what a tenacious and large Tony Ferguson would do to Connor. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't see Connor knocking Tony Ferguson out nope. if that fight ever happens. Honestly, 
the other day I was talking about, um, what's his name? Uh, one of my all-time favorite fighters. Um, it's like my all-time favorite fighters. I'm losing his name to, uh, Frankie Edgar. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, the one drawback, the only drawback I'll give Frankie Edgar is just size. But I think Frankie Edgar beats the brakes off of him. Yeah. And I mean, but I think, you know, then there's size and that reach yeah. is going to be a problem for him. But I think, you know, anyway, the the last thing, I mean, one of the last things to get to is just the tap out and... Yeah. In round four, he finally takes him down one more time, transitions to his back. Um, Connor, oh no, takes his back. Connor starts to turn. He transitions to the mount. Connor turns again. He transitions back to his back. And Connor really, like, look, there are ways to choke people out or not really choke them out. It almost becomes like a, a crank, like a neck crank or a chin crank. Like you, like you could. You could break someone's jaw. I don't think people realize that when you have someone's chin in there, if you know the technique, you can break a jaw like that. But Connor didn't really even defend that thing. No, not even, not at all. You know what I mean? He just... Like, it, it almost seemed like Khabib took his time yeah. getting getting the his arm, you know, around Connor's face. Because like you said, it was a crank. It wasn't a choke. Yeah. And... Connor was like, maybe Khabib's right, you know? Like, I Connor was looking for a way out, you know? Well, he found his way out. You know, not to be talking about other podcasts, but there was another podcast that uh, uh, Tony Atlas was on, or Teddy Atlas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Teddy Atlas said about Mike Tyson, he said, Mike Tyson is not a fighter. He goes, he's not a real fighter. He goes, listen, how many losses does Mike Tyson have? Five? That means he's 0-5 in my book. And I was like, Teddy Atlas, you're fucking nuts. And then he explained it, and I was like, man, you're a genius. (laughs) He goes, (laughs) he says, listen, a a lawyer isn't a lawyer until the the judge says, oh, no, I'm throwing out all that evidence. You can't have this. It's like now you have the odds are stacked against you, and you have to use – all of your resources to win this case. A fighter isn't a fighter unless they face adversity. Unless right. the chips, um, unless you have to come from some, you know, something devastating. Now, I can say that maybe Connor did that against Nate Diaz in the rematch, but Connor yeah. hasn't really been in that adverse situation. And the two times that he was, which was last night and against Diaz the first time, he doesn't really, he doesn't really, you know, kind of fight to the death. Who was it that just got yeah. choked out till he went to sleep? Oh, it was um the Douglas Nima and uh, I forget the Russian. Oh, yeah. But that Russian, he fought, he he knew he was going to, I mean, everybody, if, if you know jujitsu and you saw that choke being put in, everyone knew he was going to sleep. Yeah, You know, and it's like you either fight out of that, get out of that, or go to sleep or tap. Those are your three options. And he kept trying to get out until he went to sleep. He didn't tap. He went to sleep. Now, you know, the only thing I would say is if you really think your jaw is going to be broken, maybe you should tap. There's no need to get your jaw broken. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, man, I just don't think uh, Connor really, you know, 
does well when he's when the chips are really really stacked against him, you know. And I mean, who yeah. who wants to just get beat up for the rest of the fourth round and then the, you know, he looked into the future and he says, "Man, I'm just going to do this for another round." Ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's tap it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I would, my biggest critique is that he didn't try to defend it at all. Like, yeah. What is what is that about? Like, are you really that tired? Yeah. Because I don't think so. You know no, what I mean? I, I don't think he is that tired. I think it's like he's that demoralized. He's, he was mentally defeated. He was broken. He broke yeah. him. Like, I mean... He broke him, and I'm Having so. said that, like that's that tells me, you know, the, the after fight chaos and all that stuff is not a good right. enough reason to see a rematch because he got stomped in that fight, right? He tapped in that fight, he gave up in that fight. Yeah, you know, the questions were answered, well. and you know they can make all the excuses they want, like oh he was. I can already hear Joe Rogan. And Dana White saying, you know, he's a he's a multimillionaire now. He was partying too much and you right. know I bet you he, didn't he's say back he on has, his horse now. He has some like injury or whatever. Yeah. Look. But I think here's what I think should happen. This is one for the fans. Right? So we have the next card, Namaga Madoff fights Tony Ferguson. And the co main event is Conor McGregor versus Anthony Pettis. That would be good. I, I would rather I'd like to see that. I, I would like to see that, but Anthony Pettis, as much as I would like to see that, I'd also I think I'd rather see him fight Nate Diaz for the third time. But if you want to save that, then how about him versus the winner of uh, Pettis Poyer? You know what I mean? Yeah, let let Poirier have his revenge. Yeah, you know, I would I would like right. to see that. That would be nice. Either one of those fights, and I think it would be better that he doesn't fight Nate Diaz because if he loses one more fight against anybody, I think he could still make millions off of the Diaz fight. Yeah, I think that's still yeah. a sellable fight. It's a, a trilogy that everybody wants to see. Um, one other thing I I wanted to make note of and. I could be wrong because I didn't. I only saw it from one angle, but I thought the Kimura that he had in I think the second round or so. Um, yeah. I think he let that go on purpose. You know, like I think he held on to it like it was a little bit of a break. Like I think he yeah. does those things. And I let let's say he wanted a oh no I want to beat you a little bit more beat you a little bit more but I'm gonna take a break by holding on to this Kimura let you fight out of it because when you have a good Kimura grip on somebody. It, you, I mean, there's a struggle there. It's not easy, but that lock allows you to kind of, you have a good, there's a good, um, how would I say this? A good frame to that lock to where you can, you can really hold it there with a lot less energy than some other holds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it becomes a nice secure lock. The your opponent is doing more work trying to defend it than you are trying to se- to secure the the submission. So you could hold that right. position and kind of take a little breather and hold it and take a breather. And the frame itself isn't really putting a, a whole lot of strain on like your core, back, shoulders, and everything. You're still getting work there, but I think you can use that as a way to frame and and hold your opponent because you have such a dominant position, especially on and and it sounds. Kind of messed up to say on someone like Connor who might be a little tired at this point, and both of you could kind of take a break there, but you're in that dominant position. So you're you're yeah. I, I could take a break here. You don't want to take a break at the bottom because as soon as you take a break and I feel you relax, that's when you're ripping the Kimura out. But I feel like maybe he just let it go and went back to work. Yeah, you know. Well, he transitioned pretty fast, um, if I remember right, into kind of like a front headlock position too. Yeah, yeah. And he held him there for a few seconds. But he but just, yeah. He maybe did. he was. He was trying to catch his breath. Yeah, I just think know. he did amazing. He did amazing, man. And yeah, then, man. That's, he's a monster. And then he fucking jumped that fence like <laughs> a gazelle, like an eagle. <laughs> like an eagle. Like an eagle. He jumped out. I wish he never did that because they're talking about they might. You know, there's a possibility he loses the belt because of it, which in some ways it doesn't matter because now, I mean, it matters to his pocket, but I think he just comes back and beats like two people and gets the belt back anyway. Well, they held his purse from him. I don't know if they ever released it. I know, man. Not yet. They gave Connor his purse. But, I mean, it doesn't look good when, you know, like Dana said, the governor of Nevada was in the building and had to be rushed out. Uh, yeah, and and then Michael Bisping talking about him possibly losing his visa. visa and stuff. Yeah, I just hope they don't do that because you know, in some ways, he deserves. But I, I feel like look, Connor jumped over a Bellator cage, and like I, I didn't even hit the judge or the the referee or push the judge or the referee that is, and he he threw a dolly. Like Connor's done much worse things, and I do think that. It is a cop-out. Like, I'm not going to blame Khabib's behavior on someone else. I'm saying, listen, an action gets a reaction. And a lot of things that Connor does leads up to things like this. He's not an innocent yeah. victim in this. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. with that said, you know, he you know, he didn't. Uh, you could push my buttons all, you know, all day long. I'm still going to be guilty of the crime of assault. If I if I react to it, you know what I mean. So it, it doesn't matter, right? In the in the long run, I guess, in the legal terms. So I mean, I don't know. There's nothing really to break down with those. Uh, I did see Connor like hit that dude that jumped. Like one dude jumped in, and like made a circle, and then another dude jumped in. Connor like, no, no. One dude jumped in, and Connor cracked him. I did see Connor yeah. throw a punch, and then that guy made a big Cracked circle. Cracked him with a left hook. Yeah, and then and then that guy made a big circle, and another guy in red jumped over, and that's the one that hit Connor. You know what I mean? Yeah, he hit him from behind. Yeah, so when they look at the tape, they're going to see Connor did hit somebody. There's enough yeah. video out there that you can't ignore it. But anyway, um, I don't really think we need – I don't know if you have any comments on that. I'm not trying to cut you off or anything. If you want to, I don't really have much to say about that. I I hope that you know they take care of the legal situations and it doesn't become an overwhelming story about it. 
You know, they could yeah. say, oh, that's, they could say things like, oh, that's bad for MMA. It's not. It's not bad for MMA. No. Uh, nobody I mean, gives shit. It's, <laughs> it's going to sell more pay-per-views the next time, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's bad. People like seeing it. Yeah, I think it's bad for the promotion in the sense that the governor's not going to go to another show. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, there was like quite a few Hollywood, you know, uh, movie stars or actors out there and they might be like, yeah, I don't want to be in the front row. But, you know, those people also yeah. are like, hey, this is great, you know, experiences to draw from so I can cry yeah. and piss my pants in the next movie I do. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't it, think... It was silly. And yeah. I mean, there's no need for it, but it's both good and bad. There's people that, you know, are try- there are people that try to shut down combat sports yeah. and that just gives them... That gives them fuel for the fire. Well, but at the same time, fans, we like seeing stuff like that to a degree. Well, you know, I, you know don't be surprised at violence at a violent event. Like this right. is, you know, I'm more shocked when it's like that happens at a soccer game, not at a combat yeah. sports event. Like, well, there's right. violence in the air, folks. There's violence <laughs> in the air. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, like that's not so shocking to me. But, but I hope it all turns out, man. Um, now nah, you know, Dominic Cruz, get your act together. Yeah, we'll get your Dominic act together. Cruz, Dominic freaking Cruz, freaking <laughs> drink some uh, smart water. I don't know, and absorb the electrolytes. You need that alpha brain that Joe Rogan be selling all the time. Yeah, get some of that shit. Anyway, now, Dominic Cruz was. Definitely in rare form last night. Yeah. Anyway, Nate, I if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Let's wrap it up. All right. I just want to say to everybody listening out there, uh, thank you for your support. Download the um, Anchor app. We have yet, I mean, of course, we're only, what, 15 episodes in or something, and I'm really uh, annoyed that nobody has left us a message, not one question, no participation. Come on, man. I thought y'all were my friends. Anyway, download the Anchor yeah. app, leave a message, um, suggest a topic, whatever you want to do, ask a question. Uh, we'll hap- be happy to put you on, on one of the shows and, and um, um, you know, I don't even know how to finish that thought. <laughs> I know how to finish it. Go ahead. Fuck Michael Buffers Taylor.